Hello, and welcome back to Deep Thoughts. I'm Leo Kagan. And I'm Hadley Braylard. And we're here today to talk about Challenger Deep. Um, it's a great book. I think we both really enjoyed it. Um, and in this segment of our four-part podcast series, we're going to talk about a lot of things. Um, we want to talk about the author, Neil Schusterman. Uh, we want to talk about his connection to schizophrenia. And we want to talk about mental health in general. Um, and that's a lot. So we're going to get into it, and I'm excited to start. All right. So um, our claim is the merging of Caden's two worlds, that of reality and that of his mental illness, and Caden's ongoing struggle to control his own reality are devices that the author uses to aid the reader in developing a more comprehensive understanding of how a mental illness is ever-present and um, to continue living in a healthy, healthy life in spite of it requires an acceptance of its presence and the acknowledgement that you may not always be able to fight it. All right, so what I think we're going to start off with is um, just Neil Schusterman's life, his um, just some author information. Um, so Neil Schusterman is a New York Times bestselling author of over 30 novels for teens, children, and adults. Um, Schusterman won the 2015 National Book Award for Young People's Literature for Challenger Deep and his novel Scythe, which was a 2017 Michael L. Prince honor book. And is in and right now he's in development with Universal Studios as a um, for a feature film. His novels have become part of many literary cu- curriculums in school districts across the country. Um, so Neil Schusterman has kind of just over the, over the past like ten years he has earned a reputation as a storyteller and a dynamic speaker. As a speaker, he's in constant demand at schools and conferences. He has degrees in both psychology and drama from UC Irvine. Um, this gives him a unique approach to writing, and his novels always deal with topics that appeal to adults as well as teens, weaving um, true-to-life characters into sensitive, riveting, riveting issues and binding it together um, with a unique and entertaining sense of humor. And I think that's really important. Like, I think his unique perspective, um, the combination of different um, educations and experiences that he's drawing from show through in the book. And I, I think that is important to acknowledge. Um, I think his life experience with his son, right? The mm-hmm. fact that his son had schizophrenia and does contribute to the book. Um, there's, you know, the fact that he's just sort of the inspiration for the book in the first place. Um, but also he's, you know, drawing uh, and illustrating lots of pieces of the book. I think that's something that made the book feel really authentic to me. Um, and I think that authentic approach kind of shows through in, in a different way than you would see in a lot of forms of of um, source material about mental illness. Like I think what I was we were talking about earlier is this book uh, educates as opposed to entertains. I think in a lot of, you know, film or, or movies or books, sometimes people with mental illness, you know, they're these crazy characters and they're, they're not really they don't feel like people. And in this book, you feel connected to Caden. You feel like he's a real person. And I think that kind of stems from the way he writes and what he's drawing on in terms of experience. Um, what I just kind of want to point out right now is that when I was reading this book, honestly, I know this might sound silly, but um, while I was reading it, it kind of felt like as Caden kind of progressed, like his mental health progressed into just getting more, he got more and more sick. Um, it just kind of felt like I was losing my mind alongside him. I agree. Um, yeah. I think that Neil Schusterman's writing was definitely a contribute um, contributing factor to that. I think that the way he writes, the illusions, the the powerful imagery, just really helped me understand 
Caden as a person. And um, yeah, he's just an amazing writer and I really enjoyed this book. Yeah, I agree. Uh, going off of something that you said um, is the specific details that he weaves through in his writing. Um, you know, he's talking about in the, in the author's note in the very back of the book, he says with the help of his son uh, that he's tried to capture what that descent uh, or the losing of, you know, your mental health was like. Um, impressions of the hospital, the sense of fear, paranoia, mania, depression, um, and the, the jello feeling and numbness the medication can give you. I think that's like one of those really important details that like as a person who's never struggled with mental health, um, who's never really known somebody very close to them that has like truly struggled with mental health um, or at least had those kind of conversations with someone, um, that's something I wouldn't know. That's a very specific detail and it enriches his storytelling, these characters, and it, it goes back to that thing I was saying about educating, right? They, these characters feel real. Um, and another thing, another specific example I would say um, in that same vein comes in um, chapter 85, it's page 149. Um, it's this this white plastic kitchen scene. Caden is kind of first in the hospital. It's one of his first kind of experiences. And he's still really struggling. The medication hasn't kicked in yet. And, you know, um, there are these... It's this really weird, like, blending of the, the world of the ship, this world of his paranoia and real life. You know, he says... Um, this is page 150... Hold still, I'm just checking your vitals, the he-she mask says, um, and then um, the guillotine slices down. You watch your arm flop on the ground like a trout in a boat. You groan, and the mask says, too small, throw it back, yes? And it tosses the arm out an open window that wasn't there a moment ago. Yet when you look, your arm is still attached to your body. S uh, systolic's too, still high, we'll up your clonidine, it says. And if that doesn't work, we'll just pop your head like a balloon. So th there's these, you know, it, it's often very gruesome or, or violent, um, but there's these specific examples and this blending of worlds, it makes you feel like you're there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I thought that was important to mention. Yeah, so um, just kind of going off what you said about like just the drawings and um, the fact that Neil Schusterman knows um, people who have suffered with um, schizophrenia, his son, Brendan. Um, so Neil Schusterman's son, Brendan, has schizophrenia, like we talked about. Um, this inspired him to write the novel, Challenger Deep, um, as mental health awareness becomes more prevalent in our world, Challenger Deep is a powerful raid to delve into what it's like with schizophrenia, especially of, as like the 12 pieces of artwork in the book were done by Brendan himself as he was experiencing schizophrenic episodes. Um, selections of these um, drawings are interspersed throughout this piece. Um, I know that two of our other um, group um, teammates are going to talk, have make a podcast about this. I know Hannah Pascarello and Sophie Keys are going to, so they will dwell more into that. Um, I just wanted to mention that really quickly. Um, there's an interview that he did with Bustle Magazine talking about the drawings. Um, I just want to say that really quick. Um, the places that Caden goes are all too real. We um, face many of the same things Caden and his family did. I, I watched as someone I loved journey into the deep, and I felt powerless to stop the descent. With the help of my son, I've tried to capture what the descent was like. It's clear that Neil Schusterman wrote Challenger Deep from a place of deep love for his son, Brendan, um, which shows that there's hope even when things are very uncertain. The love that Schusterman shares for his son takes the novel to new heights in a way that hasn't really been seen in adult literature before. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. 
Yeah, so um, just a few facts about schizophrenia in general. Um, schizophrenia is the one of the most misunderstood mental illnesses. Though it affects less than 1% of U.S. adults, many people don't know much about it, or, you know, they think they do, but their ideas aren't right. Um, so schizophrenia um, can take the shape of hallucinations, delusions, unusable unusual physical movements and illogical thoughts. We kind of saw this throughout um, the book, especially in the beginning, kind of the descent of his mental health. Um, we kind of saw him start to be a little bit paranoid, like he thought that his um, this boy at school was going to kill him in, I think it was chapter eight. And then we kind of saw his um, descend right before he goes to the hospital when he thinks, right before he goes to the hospital, he thinks that his parents are spies and his family are just not being truthful to him. Um, we can definitely just see um, just these hallucinations and delusions throughout the novel. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think one thing that is important to mention as well is like Schusterman uses these metaphors and these um, this you know ship metaphor or um, place this other setting, other world, uh, but it's not literal, right? I think a lot of what's going on you know, is maybe even a, a little bit of a stretch. Like I don't know necessarily, and I, I'm not technically speaking from experience, maybe this is more speculation, but I'm, I'm thinking that a vivid hallucination that is so real and and so, um, you know, interconnected is maybe not exactly possible for someone that has schizophrenia. Like I don't know exactly how that works, but I, I think that the way that Schusterman uses it as, as a tool is really effective. You know, he's building this other world and the parallels back and forth are, are really fascinating. It sucks you into the book, um, but it's not perfect. And I think that is something that we should mention. And I, I um, we brought it up in the group discussion or the last episode, um, actually in the series, um, but I'll mention it again, because I think it's important. Um, the scene, or I guess the, the very short chapter near the end of the book, excuse me, uh, the very short chapter near the end of the book where Caden remembers uh, this, you know, homeless person with, it seems, mental illness that he sort of ran into on the street. Uh, I think it's chapter 158, no, 150, might be 155. Uh, at any rate, he, he meets this, uh, so yeah, it's 155. He meets this person with mental health and um, he's wearing a Captain Crunch box on his head um, and Caden's really scared. But at the same time, he does ap approach this man and I, I honestly, like, I don't think it has a place in the book and I think it is maybe the one place that Schusterman sort of deviates from this really powerful um, educational message that he's, he's sending um, because I feel like it sort of portrays mental illness is something that is like contagious um as if this guy with the captain crunch box on his head somehow infected Caden when he was very young and now that's the form that this mental illness is taking his head um so i don't love that i think that's a little bit i don't know it's, it's not my favorite but um overall i think schusterman did a really good job of uh using metaphors and using that other world to to draw the reader in um and to educate rather than entertain um, yeah, I know that the ending of Challenger Deep was a little bit controversial. I know that a lot of people think that it was kind of rushed. Um, but honestly, I kind of think that it was realistic. It was just more realistic to what mental health is actually like. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, so um, I think that I think that uh, mental health kind of like happens 
very quickly. Like it kind of, it can be saw in the book that it kind of his mental decline happened very very quickly. It was probably just in a matter of weeks. Um, but and his recovery happened very very quickly too. And I think that's very um, that's more realistic. Um, I know some people think that it wasn't, but just knowing from experience, knowing just knowing people who have struggled with mental health before, I that's what I saw, and I think that while many people don't will not understand it, um, I think that he definitely hit a hit an audience that um, yeah. Sorry, I um, just got a little lost my train of thought but what I'm just what I'm saying is that um I think that the while some people think that the ending was not realistic I do yeah I agree I'm I'm looking right now um for the the part of the book where Caden actually leaves um the hospital I'm trying to figure out exactly where it is um but it's very quick um like you're saying it's it's this quick moment and he's just gone he like leaves this place uh, presumably hopefully never to return um and then you know in the last chapter of the book i think is kind of connected to that right um he descends i wouldn't say into madness i feel like that's not like a sensitive term necessarily but he his mental health declines very quickly um and then he sort of comes out of it kind of quickly after um i i guess committing to medication and committing to um trying to get better and and doing everything in his power to control what he can in his life. Um, and then he, he gets healthy, but I think you're right. It would be cliche to end the book with just happy ending. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that the way that it ends with the captain kind of saying, tempting him to come back and him saying no for now is really interesting. It's something that I didn't think about, you know, as a reader and as a person who doesn't have experience with mental health, like I said, uh, approaching the end of the novel, I was curious. You know, I'm I'm sitting there reading the book, and I I was saying, how is this going to end? Right? You know, you want it to be a happy ending. You feel connected to Caden, and you're rooting for him because it's this very raw, real person. Um, in in many ways, very much like um, Hadley or myself, this young teenage person who's struggling. Um, not that we're struggling, but <laughs> um, uh, a person like ourselves going through something really difficult. Um, and you're rooting for him to succeed, but you're not sure. Um, and the fact that it ended very suddenly for me was interesting because it made me sit down and think about, okay, how could this, how could this actually be? Like, how would it be? What would it be like to be in Caden's shoes? And I think that's a testament to Schusterman and the way that he weaves together this story with, um, with expertise. And I think he did a great job and I think it reflects the truth of mental illness very well. Yeah. Um, so just in general, mental health awareness is about spreading information and reducing the stigma around mental health. Um, the novel Challenger Deep captivates a realistic description of, men of mental illness that hasn't never really been seen in young adult literature before. Um, the problem with mental health is that it's easy for it to just appear, like no warning. Um, what's so great about Challenger Deep is that it shows how easy it is, how quickly the, the disease can evolve and twist and shape. Um, Neil Schusterman doesn't skimp on any details. Um, or sugarcoat how hard it is to deal with mental illness. Not only that, but Schusterman also conveys how difficult it is to treat mental illness. Um, Kaden goes into treatment, goes to a treatment center, and observes other patients suffering with their issues. Um, he sees this while he, what he sees while he's there, is how easy it is to get better and then get worse again. Um, Kaden also goes through changes in his medication as some medications help and others don't. 
Um, what Neil Schusterman conveys is that there's no cure-all for mental illness. It is a matter of discovering what treatments work best for an individual. Um, and like I said, um, it's clear that um, Schusterman wrote Challenger Deep from a place of deep love for his son, Brendan. Um, the love that Schusterman shares for his son takes this novel to new heights. Um, I think that everybody should read Challenger Deep, as we all need to better understand mental health. Um, I think that really this should be talked about, mental health in general should be talked about more in schools. Um, I think that schools should um, allow kids to read this book, because I think that it is the most realistic description, depiction of what mental health really is. And I think he did a brilliant job of conveying that. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and to even further that, I don't even think schools should just allow um, kids to read Challenger Deep. You know, like, I, it's great that we are allowed. I think it should be encouraged. And, you know, Mr. Hickey, obviously, <laughs> you're encouraging us to read this book. Uh, but I think it should be encouraged everywhere. This is a great book, and mental health is an important issue. Um, one that's gained traction in the last, you know, however long, maybe decade, past few years. One that people are starting to pay closer attention to, especially with the pandemic. Um, but I think it's it's one that we should continue to pay more attention to um because it just as important as physical health um yeah so i guess my final thought um would be just to restate what we were talking about earlier um neil schusterman does a great job i think that's given um he wrote an excellent book it does <laughs> a great job um educating rather than entertaining um we recommend this book because of that unique perspective, um, that background that he's drawing from, uh, his influences, and the fact that it does such a great job of educating you while also being just so powerful. Um, yeah, I think that's all I have to say. Do you have any final thoughts, Hadley? Um, well, I would just like to say that there, as of right now, there is no cure for schizophrenia. Um, like scientists are trying to unravel this disease by like studying genetics and conducting behavioral research, but really there's there is just no cure. Um, I think that what makes this book so special is that like there is no cure for this disease, and the only way to have people understand it is to just spread the word and reduce the stigma. And like I said, I think that he did a brilliant job of depicting mental illness. Um, it was the most realistic book that I have read. Um, and I really love this book. And yeah, that's that's all my final thoughts. Um, thank you for tuning in to Deep Thoughts with Leo Kagan and Hadley Braillard. And we're signing off. And we'll see you next time.